What's up, everybody? It's another week, and we got Tasia Talks coming at you with a new episode. Well, these weeks have been just flying past. I'm like, oh my goodness. It's another week, another good subject where we talk about any and everything. Of course, I am your host, Tasia. And you know I have to have my riders here with me. Yes, so this is rider number one. So this is <laughs> Denise back for another crazy week of Tasia Talks. So glad to be here. We have an exciting episode today. So look forward to it. And of course, this is a girl, Red. Um, just here to vibe with you guys today. Welcome back. So I will tell everybody um, what we're going to be talking about today on this lovely episode. We are going to be discussing diverting. And for the context of this conversation, we are defining diverting as Black women diverting from dating Black men exclusively. So pretty hot topic. Apparently it's lighting up all the clubhouse rooms right now. So we're going to dive into it. Um, Tasia, you want to take take the lead on this one? Right. And you know Clubhouse always got something to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> always. always. But um, if you like our subject, if you have a suggestion, if you have any comments or questions, or you just want to let us know how we're doing, um, not saying we're we going to care about your opinion of how we do it, but if you want to let us know or say some kind words, talk to me nice, you can definitely hit us up at TasiaTalksPodcast at gmail.com. That's TasiaTalksPodcast at gmail.com. Um, I'll start us off with this lovely conversation. And before mm-hmm. I give my opinion of that, I just want to say there's been a lot of men and women's business. Um, <laughs> and what I mean by that is shots fired, shots are fired, violence was chosen. Um, <laughs> what I mean by that is there's consistently a lot of conversation about women, how they move, the way they think, their opinions, what they should and shouldn't do, their bodies, everything. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of the time not coming from women. It's coming from men. And exactly. I don't really see a lot of women out there telling men what to do with their body, how to do it, what to say, how to be. So I just think mm-hmm. it's very interesting that we're continuously being... Um, narrated through a man's perspective and not not allowed and I say allowed with the fact that you don't have to allow me to do anything I'm going to do it anyway um to give give our own perspectives and perceptions of the world around us so I just want to start by saying that and that that has been happening a lot on Clubhouse is men giving their perspective of women and how they move and being in women's business right right don't do that don't do that now that that's out of the way now i can bring up the fact that (sighs) oh my gosh divesting is one of those things that you cannot flatten it you can't just think of it in one capacity you can't just say oh well divesting means you're going away from this one thing you have to think of a, a multitude of experiences that has transpired in this person's life and why they're choosing to quote unquote divest from what you perceive mm-hmm. as a normality. Um, now I'm gonna dive into my opinion and then I'm gonna get the opinions of uh, my amazing co hosts, Red and Denise. My opinion of divesting is 
let me give a backstory because I like a good story. <laughs> you too, girl. You too, girl. Set the stage for us, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> seriously, though, all my life, um, I have always had a bias for black men. I love black men. That's that. If mm-hmm. if at all costs, that would be my first choice. Is is a black man, mm-hmm. and that thought has cost me a lot. <laughs> it has definitely mm-hmm. cost me a lot. A lot of heartache, a lot of obstacles, a lot of um, just like trauma and different things that I've had to deal with, and I've had to build myself up. Um, I love black men, but I, I know I've said on my Twitter, I love black men, but black men don't love me. And mm. some people don't like that statement, but that's truly how I feel because my experiences with black men have not been the greatest. Do I dislike them? Do I hate them? No. But most of my trauma, most of my heartache, let's not even say most, all of my trauma and heartache in that capacity when it comes to like a relationship mm. with men have come from black men. And none of them have loved me correctly. Not one of them have loved me correctly. Not one of them have put me first in any situation. Not one of them have thought about my well-being on an emotional, mental, any of that. They have not thought about it. They've been extremely selfish, extremely shallow-minded. And I don't want people to get it twisted and say, well, it's the man that you're choosing. Sweetheart, I I'm in a lot of different walks of life, and I've dated men that are um, entrepreneurs on the street, and men that are models, mm-hmm. and men that are highly intellectual. Like I've dated a vast different amount of men, and the result is still the same. They're not out here loving black women the way that they mm-hmm. should be loved. And I'll go into my opinion of the situation now. I feel like at all costs. Women deserve healthy love, true love, nurturing love, caring love, understanding love, fulfilling love. I believe that women deserve that. I believe all people deserve that. But in, in, in this episode and for this subject, I believe that women deserve that. And I believe mm-hmm. that a lot of Black women have not been getting that from Black men. And I think that Black men to go and say to these women that they're wrong for quote-unquote divesting you're not looking at the capacity of this person's experience if I've had so much trauma from a black man and I go to another race or culture and that person treats me with care it shouldn't even matter about that it should matter that I'm getting the love that I deserve the care that I deserve and I know a lot of the excuses are well we're talking about if you go date another race and you bash black men now, y'all got to understand, there's a difference between bashing black women, men and keeping it real and telling you, hey, this is the realism of what it is. This is the traumas of what I experienced. Now, I understand you shouldn't be bad talking to anybody, but you, if you're telling your story and that's your experience and it's not um, talking down or demeaning someone's character, there should be no words for that. Yeah. They're, they're, like You shouldn't have no smoke for that. So I say this, my opinion is if you want to go and date another race or experience, do it. If that's what you want to do, if you haven't been having the best luck, do it. Now, I will say (laughs) on top of that, I do understand our history. 
I do understand the different things that have transpired with dating a specific race, um, the Caucasian race. I, I do understand that we don't have a history of having uh, very pleasant interactions, but if you're finding love and dedication in someone and you are experiencing healthy, true love that you haven't, and they ride for you and they nurture you and they talk to you and they work with you and they grow with you, you as a man shouldn't have an issue with a woman finding the right love that's for her. Right. So that's my, that's my opinion. <laughs> wow. Okay, Taser. Taser, you have laid the ground. You have okay. laid the you have laid the ground with that opinion. And um I I will say this much. I haven't been on Clubhouse to have that to hear that conversation um that much. And I agree that yes, your first statement before you went into your opinion about men pretty much taking up the space for women's voices, that needs to stop. Right. Um, because our voices are our voices, our stories are our stories. You know, like there's no room for a man to come in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, in my opinion, whoever you want to date is predicated on your own personal preferences, mm-hmm. and of course, your preferences are built upon your experiences. So, in your case the experiences you've had with dating black men and the fact that you have yet to find one black man out of all of your dating experiences to manage your heart the way it deserves to be managed and treat you the way that you deserve um, is very unfortunate and discouraging Mm -hmm. because we know that there are good black men out there. We know that they exist. Um, And so when someone says, well, you're just picking the wrong ones, I get that. I I sometimes wonder about that myself. Like, am I going for the wrong guy? Am I putting something out there into the atmosphere that is attracting the wrong guy? But I I have had good positive experiences dating Black men. I have had good relationships where um, I felt that my heart was guarded the way that it should be guarded. I felt loved the way I should be loved and Mm -hmm. heard and just treated the way that I should be treated. Um, but I think I I have to stop myself in subscribing to a, an opinion or an idea that my experiences, my personal experiences translate to a whole genre or a whole you know, group or community of people because we know that they don't. Um, And so I would never want to make the decision to date a certain color or ethnicity or whatever based on the fact that I have now labeled this group um, no good for me because I I don't know for certain if that group is no good for me. I've just, I haven't had great experiences. Um, But I get where you're coming from. I just, I wouldn't I don't, I don't really share that opinion completely because I, I know that there are, are good men in every single different ethnic group, but sometimes like they say, you have to go through the weeds, like you're in your weed season. And it's true. Like I feel, feel like sometimes I'm surrounded by weeds, like just finding guys who are 
no good, have no good intentions towards me, but I have yet to categorize all black men as being um, no good. Have I wondered, <laughs> you know, is there a possibility that maybe there is someone outside of my black community for me? I've thought about it because I've, of course, dated outside my race before, mm-hmm. but um, I have always said that, you know, I, when I envision my my husband, my mate, my partner. He is a person of color, Mm -hmm. specifically of black color. Mm -hmm. And um, that's what I want. I'm not saying that eventually something else may come around or whatever. It just depends on who I end up giving my heart to. But um, I keep the door open, but I don't keep it open because I've shut the door on on someone else or another group. Let me clarify just a little bit. When I say that Mm -hmm. I, I have dated out, it's not because of my, just solely because of my bad experiences. It's because at one point in time, I did not even look at any other race of people or any other like ethnicities or mm-hmm. I didn't. I was solely only into black men and only dated black men. So me, quote unquote, divesting was me broadening my horizons to say I need to make myself available to all men so I'm not well not not in that way now come on but <laughs> make right, right. not limit myself <laughs> to just black men because right. if I'm having these bad experiences maybe it's because I'm choosing the wrong men so it was definitely because of what you're saying Denise like am I choosing is it me so it was like let me broaden my horizon because I'm sitting over here and I'm like no I won't ever look at other another man in, of any other race or any other background or any other ethnicity and that could be where my soulmate and my husband is so it was more so um, right, right. for that capacity and I never want anyone to think that I'm clustering um, a group of people together because I do not think that all black men are the same. I literally have a black brother who is an amazing person and he's not like that to women and he's very loving and he's an amazing brother. So, um, and I'm not biased just because he's my brother. He actually is a good guy, but- (laughs) I'm biased, that's my dog, I'm biased. He actually is a good guy, but- I, I don't I would never say all black men are bad or all black men are doing this because that's a very 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 uh, like heinous statement to make I think of that as very disgusting and I think right. anyone who's gonna say I'm solely gonna um not date black men because of this I think that that's a stupid way of thinking as well you shouldn't just say I'm mm-hmm. going to exclude black men altogether because I've only had bad experiences with black men I think if you do anything for the right. sole reason of excluding like a group of people like that because of that that's no it's a no for me um, or bashing black men because right. of your experience I don't think you should do that either that's not a good look sis don't be out here doing that but I do think if you've had right exactly um like like my situation if you've had very bad experiences because you solely only dated black men that if you want to broaden your horizons do it because you want to find out what's out there for you and not because you have some distaste or because you have some um some issues with the black partners that you've been with Right, right, right. I just wanted to clarify that, so y'all not thinking I'm out here in these streets like, no, no black man, 
Get some hate right. mail. Get some Get hate a, mail. A right. Email. Listen. What's the email again? You know somebody's going to send an email calling me a cool. <laughs> Lord. Right. Quick to do it. Listen. But no. Mm. And I do I do believe in, in mm. black love. I agree with Denise. I do very much so believe oh, in black God. love. And I want to have beautiful black babies. And I want to have an amazing black man in my life. I just haven't been fortunate enough to have that. Yeah. Y'all heard? No. Time to come correct. Oh. She ready. Okay. Come correct. Nah, come correct. Ready. She heard him. Denise. I, I'm very interested in your statement that you made. You've had a lot of beautiful experiences with Black love. Do you care to share any of that and how you've navigated? Because you also said you, quote unquote, would have been somebody who was considered divesting as well. So how have you navigated being a divester and how and give us just some insight to your beautiful black love stories yeah so as far as my divesting I, my first boyfriend was Puerto Rican so that was my first my first love was not a black man what for um, real and I've dated for real what yeah that was he my was first love Puerto Rican <laughs> Yes, yes. Sorry, um, but you know, and I've dated um, other ethnicities as well. But the, predominantly, I have dated black men because that—that is my preference. It just is. I'm—I'm um, I'm also very, very attracted to um, oh, dark mm. black mm. men. So there's oh, that. Um, the Idris Elbas yes. of the world. Black yes. men serve public service um, announcement. We love some chocolate on this line. Yes. <laughs> I love y'all. I love y'all so much. I mean, God really I love my chocolate outdid women himself. Too. Absolutely. God outdid himself. Oh, not creative. Sculpted. A black man. Sculpted. Sculpted the black man. Um, so, yeah, for, for my experiences, I and I think about two of my best relationships. And in those um in those situations, I, I felt adored. I felt just you know, catered to and just love and, you know, I felt seen and I felt heard. Um, my last relationship, actually, that ended just last year. Um, yeah, I I love being in that relationship because and I love him and I loved how he treated me, um, how he treated my family, how he treated my friends. Um, he just... You know, he just, he was so good to me. I didn't have any issues. Um, The reason why the relationship didn't work out, it wasn't predicated on the love we had for each other or we didn't have for each other. It was just, um, sometimes things just, they just don't work out in the end. And it's unfortunate. Um, But yeah, I mean, I just, it's hard for me to describe it. You know, I, I, I smile when I think about it because it was mm-hmm. it was a beautiful situation for me to be in and I felt I just felt happy and I felt I loved being in that relationship and what did you love about it? You know. Did you and and when I ask that question I'm specifically asking um does it feel different like to have someone that connects to you on multiple levels but shares that same like cultural background or was it just 
um, you guys just vibe together? Like, what was it? Was it that way because of multiple connections plus like a cultural connection, or was it just oh, you know, we're just two bomb people? I think the cultural connection speaks a lot to the overall connection that I built with him and even past relationships because you have that shared common you know familiar background you know like Mm -hmm. you know if you're in our community you you have that experience you you're familiar with it you know you just you bond I think that's also what molds your your family is kind of together too and your friends um but yeah it was it was really the things we had in common a lot of our our values were the same you know our our faith um our views on you know social issues and just just life in general we just we had that same grounding foundation you know that we were brought up on and um we you know we valued our family and our friends and um kind of knew the importance of knowing the role we played in the world um we were both service driven um so you know we like to give back to our communities and so we bonded with that too um because that's really important to me as far as public service and you know just helping out where you can Mm -hmm. um so there, there were just those main things that kind of like I valued the most in our relationship and I found value in our relationship and connection. See, that's what I mean by beautiful black love. Like, I definitely yeah. have a preference for black men. And if any of y'all are listening, I like them chocolate. I'm talking about mm, deep, dark, <laughs> rich cocoa chocolate. Okay. <laughs> That that doesn't mean that I don't love other shades of black men. I do. I love all shades of black men. I just have a weak spot for some dark chocolateiness. It's the way the body. It's everything. It's the smile for me. The skin for me. Just the sculpting for me. Um, Yeah. Right. The sculpting. I love it. I will also say that we bonded over football. We both like. Well, he loved all sports, but um, we both really loved football, and we would just like talk about sports and watch football and different things, and just we didn't have the same team preference, and so we were, of course, you know, like picking on each other. But like, yeah, so it just we were friends, you know, we had that friendship, which was awesome. So yeah. why, you know, what this sounds like such a beautiful relationship. I'm gonna have to ask you off air, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. what. What we <laughs> right, we're gonna, we're gonna, gonna, talk, talk, about we're gonna talk about this, as we like to say. Um, yeah, we can. I mean, I can even talk about it on air. Like, we can, if we wanted to have that conversation or talk about failed relationships on another um, episode. We definitely sure. need <laughs> to talk about that because you know, I, I before we had this episode, I told you guys about what's going on in, in right, my right. personal life. So I'll I'll share that on the episode about. Um, Experiences. Mm-hmm. Right. Ooh, oh, let's see. Burn tea. your mouth hot. <laughs> Listen, Red. What is your perspective on um, on this whole experience? Because you would be considered like the ultimate type. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you put me last. First of all, I did not really put you last. last. <laughs> That's why you put me last. Ultimate <laughs> divestation. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, I definitely um, 
so I my experience with men and I'm not actually just gonna say black men because um the man I married uh he's Puerto Rican so um I would say not all my experiences was bad however I just felt like I never had the connections that I really wanted with men like I did with women so for me I just I'm just choosing to be friends with men. Like, I, you know, I don't feel like there's anything a man can do for me, personally. I mean, they're great as friends and stuff like that. But for me, I never had the connection. I never had that, you know, I feel comfortable with you. I can be myself with you. It's always been, you know, their greatest friends. You know, that's pretty much it. So, but I mean, like I said, not all my experiences are bad. Some of them, um... I'm actually still pretty good friends with a guy that, you know, I used to talk to back in college. And, you know, he's a cool dude. I'm surprised we've remained friends all these years. But, you know, I mean, he, Do I he understood me. But. We'll talk about that off the air. As my mom would say, we don't <laughs> need well, any of from Augusta. Like. <laughs> 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 He was from Buford. That's all I'm saying. He was from Buford. And it reminds me of a buster. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we ain't gonna go there. We ain't gonna go there. But, I mean, he's cool and stuff like that. So, um, but like I said, you know, my my husband, he was, you know, Puerto Rican. Um, We was together for basically seven years. And I just feel like we never bridged that gap, that connection, that you know true love has you know I never felt that that connection that we were like one it was always something missing um but it was like I could be with a woman and I didn't feel like there was anything missing at all now of course if they want the one for me of course it was you know some standards or whatever the case may be that was missing but you know if I did find the right one you know it, it just felt amazing compared to being with a man so my experience is definitely different. Did you ever feel um, like throughout your I experience dating um, your, well, dating and marrying your husband that mm-hmm. you, did you ever experience like maybe some looks or maybe some extra words from black men or did you ever mm-hmm. yearn to like, can, you know, be with a black man versus you choosing to be with who you chose to be with? Like, tell us about your, like, experience navigating that realm. Because if we go by the definition, you would be considered divesting already, you know? Yes, yes. True, true, true. So, um, actually, what I will say, um, there was definitely some things I felt like I was missing out on um, that I definitely would have got with being with a black man and the only reason why I know that is because I have a lot of great friendships um, with black men Um, I actually one of my best friends uh, I work with him and he that's my that's my dog that's my dog Um, we can't date though we can't date but that's my dog Um, but I definitely feel like there was um, there was some connections there that was definitely missing too um, but even if I was to be with a black man, I still feel like I wouldn't have that full out connection, but I would definitely have that black love that I was missing. Um, cause I definitely, black love yeah. is beautiful to me. So, but, um, you know, but I'm gonna definitely get it with a, with a woman. So I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have that black love. With yes. a woman. We love um, to see yeah, it. Yeah. 
how do you feel about this <laughs> we i do i love to see love period but um how do you feel yeah, about the statement do you feel like that should even be do you feel like that should even be considered divesting do you feel like divesting is a thing um do you agree with uh, quote unquote women um and and we use women because we all identify as women so that's why we're talking from a perspective that is is our own but um do you feel like that should be considered divesting do you feel like um that statement is true to say that that is divesting when women do that or how do you feel about that statement when when women go to other women or when women choose to date other any of them you can give your opinion for any of them i'm more so asking how do you feel about the definition of divesting oh i definitely i i i agree with it um i'm definitely set on not dating men at all so i'm definitely excluding a whole entire group of people (laughs) um so i (laughs) i mean you know i'm just gonna keep it around i'm I'm excluding my preference will remain with women um and and it's not even that i didn't have a great experience it's not that at all it's just the fact the experience that i want to have it's just never happened but it's happened with women even the ones that you know we ain't make it we had our little falling out or whatever I still had that connection I was missing with men so absolutely I I definitely believe in it because you know a whole group of so you don't think you would ever um, want to say like be open to dating like a black man okay no all right no no, I wouldn't. I and and I love my I love my black men. Absolutely. I like I said, I have a black man for you know best friend. But I yeah, you know, and it's not any it's not any ill feelings towards men. But it's just it's not my cup of tea. It doesn't work for me. I don't I don't get the connection I want. Okay. Okay, Denise, do you agree with the definition of divesting, and how do you feel about that definition? Um, I don't, I don't think I agree with divesting because I don't really see it as divesting. I just see it as preference, you know, like if you're choosing to to date a certain race or or gender, um, or identity or whatever, it's just your, your, your choice. Like I said before, like, I don't agree with, you know, choosing, um, other options because you're slamming the door on another option because you think that option is bad or like you know no good it's like ratchet city or something <laughs> um so I, I don't agree with that because you know i, I don't want to like label i don't think anyone should label a whole like community um no good just because they've had some you know experiences that weren't very good um and also mm-hmm. as far as divesting when it comes to choosing well not even choosing divesting when it comes to dating other genders or identities because um the Mm -hmm. last thing i ever want to say is that you know you're you have a choice like you're not choosing to to be a homosexual or a heterosexual you Mm -hmm. know that is that is something just innate in your in your being that is just your preference because i can't explain to someone why i am a I'm attracted to the Idris Elbas of the world, you know, I just, you know, I find the, I find, you know, the, um, oh, Eva Longoria is gorgeous, you know, I, I, I think women are gorgeous, but I'm not attracted to women, um, and that's just, right. that's just how it is, 
but I wouldn't say that's a choice. Like, I'm not choosing to date men. Mm-hmm. Um, I just date men, you know? Um, inside mm-hmm. that group, then I can make a choice if I want to date, like, a black man or an Asian man or something like that. Um, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't categorize divesting when it comes to dating um, other um genders or identities no because I think that really is something that so somebody feels a certain way that's their preference but I wouldn't say that it's a choice um I don't want to give people who believe that you know and gender identity crises is any sort of like leverage to to pontificate on I just want to I want to clarify something right quick because I absolutely mm-hmm. agree with you so I'm actually choosing to not date men I definitely have. <laughs> I definitely could, but I just want to clarify: I am choosing not to date men. Shayla is choosing not to date men. That is her choice, and that's nobody else's business, honestly. <laughs> I think within that, exactly. I think that's interesting but, because within that, when you talk about, you know, like there's there's a spectrum of you know gender and identity. And so those who mm-hmm. like yourself, like you're attracted to men, you're attracted to women. So within mm-hmm. that, you have a lot of options, <laughs> a lot of choices. Right. Um, so within mm-hmm. that, absolutely, you could probably use that definition for divesting in your in your situation. It would not apply to mine. Mm-hmm. It would not apply to mine. I don't. I mean, mm-hmm. I have to agree with both of you. I don't think that it should be considered divesting when you go and you find like love. Like I just don't. I don't think. Mm-hmm. categorizing in a way to say oh you're divesting from black men because you don't exclusively date black men because you're black like I if if right. and and I can only speak from my experience I would be with a black man right now if I had a healthy relationship with one I would we, babies and all I don't care and I said that last episode babies <laughs> and all like I definitely would but I don't think that you should say oh you're divesting from the culture you're divesting from black men because you choose to say I want to find love I choose love now don't don't get it twisted I so much believe in black love because there's nothing like you listening to a song and y'all understanding that song you know because it's from culture there's nothing like just vibing with someone because you have like this greater understanding and this greater connection there's nothing like that there's nothing like just smiling with that person having experiences out in the world being able to share that being able to raise black children like there's there's such a beauty in that but I feel like I feel like mm-hmm. for you to say that someone is divesting I don't think that it's always coming from a place of an educational standpoint I think there's a lot of emotions that's mixed in there and a lot of like um I'll say it a lot of entitlement to say that a woman is quote unquote divesting doing something that could be considered negative because of her experiences and I think that that plays into what I previously Mm -hmm. said about people being in women's business and not letting them show their own perspective and their own experiences and talk about them um but I, I just honestly believe right. saying someone is divesting just because they're dating another race or culture. I just don't. I can't believe in that. Now, if you if you're I would consider divesting if you are solely going to date every other race and exclude black men and say, I'm doing this because because of my experiences and because I don't like black men. Now that, as I said earlier, that's disgusting. Don't, I would never condone that or say 
that that's something you should do. That is divesting. And that is um, taking away the experience of yourself just based on some past traumas that have happened in your life. But, and also, I would definitely not consider dating other genders and identities and, and things of that. I would never consider that as divesting because... You're, what, you're not divesting from right. something. You're just experiencing love and allowing yourself to see a person for who they are and the inner being and not necessarily what flesh may provide. So I, I absolutely would not consider dating um, same gender or gender fluid or any or non-binary. I would not consider that divesting whatsoever. I have to agree with that. Absolutely. It's an interesting thing because I feel like where do y'all think the root of this is coming from? Men. (laughs) Men. 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 That is the root of all of this. Just like they're trying to take over our voices and take over our stories and make them into their own or whatever. It's men. And I, I, I don't want to continuously, you know, sound like I'm bashing men because I think I do that a lot on these podcasts, on these episodes. But um, yeah, obviously, um, when you're having those conversations on Clubhouse and you hear mostly the men saying that, oh, women, if, if a black woman dares to date outside of her race she's divesting and you know all of that and make it into such a a negative um, thing when we know good and well black men divest from black women all the time all the time and that's a a conversation for another day because I have a lot of things to say it's a conversation Mm -hmm. for today and before before we uh, segue into that I will say I will say this Mm -hmm. there are also black women that are on those stages saying those things too that they agree that this is divesting and it's disgusting for black women to date other races so I, I will not just say it is solely the men on there doing that. It is also women um, on there saying the same thing. So that puts an extra right. dynamic in there for you. I, I believe that. I believe that women are, there's probably a lot of black women who say that. Um, but I think the root of that um, labeling comes from black men. I'll stick to that. Okay, so this is a good segue in to identifying whether divesting should be considered the same thing by men when they do it, when they go and they date other races and they go and they date white women or Hispanic women or like, is it divesting for them? Yep. Mm -hmm. It sure is. Okay, I'm going to sound very biased. Um, I'll give my opinion first. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to take the lead on this one. I'm just going to take the wheel. Don't take the wheel. I've, mm-hmm. I've had some recent conversations about this because I've had some, you know, developing thoughts around the the um, the topic about um, black men and, you know, um, it just appears from my perspective. I see a lot of black men divesting to white women and 
while every single person has their own personal right to choose whoever they want to be with in my conversations because I've actually asked a lot of black men this question um, who have gone and dated white women or outside their the black community or whatever and um, the it seems like the reason predominant reason why black men are choosing to divest is because they have developed this negative connotation or um, opinion about black women um, so they're not going out to seek other opportunities with other women outside the black community because they're curious about about those women no they're leaving they're they're leaving black women because they have created this negative idea of black women and they're going to the store to get cigarettes and never come back I'm just kidding <laughs> I'm just yeah kidding. they're going to the car <laughs> but um yeah so that I don't agree with and I I just I hate that mentality and that thought um and even further with that some of the men I have spoken to have told me um part of the reason they choose to be to divert I mean, to divest and date other um, ethnicities is because they have a preference on how their children will look. Um, these men have collectively told me that they prefer their children to be of light skin. Um, there's something mentally wrong with that, in my opinion. Um, that is completely, that is a very warped way of looking at just life in general and hoping that your child is going to be light skinned because you believe that is the right skin or <laughs> you know you just prefer because that you believe that that will make their struggles different and it won't it, it, it won't. that is the false narrative that they tell themselves mm -hmm. in right. fact I had a conversation with one of my right. guy friends the other day and his wife is white not white his wife is um, black but she looks white she's very very light skinned the reason why he chose her or part of the reason why he wanted to choose her as his wife and have children is because he thought she can probably give me a light-skinned baby. Well, their baby, who's not a baby anymore, they're grown, is his complexion. And I remember mm -hmm. him telling me this, and I was just really shocked and disappointed that he would even have formed that perception or that thought in his mind. But he based it on the fact that he thought mm. that their struggles would be, they would have less struggles. I'm like, but you you haven't even had the experience of a light-skinned black right. person to build that right. that that theory. Let alone a conversation. Mentality. Yeah. So, um, right. And then the other part of this whole, you know, divesting situation and men black men you know going with white women and all that kind of stuff you know we hear a lot about the fact that America is the, the browning of America because we have more mixed races right now what we're not talking about or at least I haven't heard the conversation about is the lightening of the black community because as more black men and more black women choose to have children with other ethnicities that is lightening the black race. Right. But for mm -hmm. some reason, no one has an issue with that. Mm. Red, what's your, what's your thoughts, Red? <sighs> mm. You need more time to think on that, Red? Um, <laughs> you know, I'm going to just go ahead and I'm going to 
listen, I am so anti-colorism. I I cannot. I just we do it so much to each other. It's not even funny. But personally, I feel like it's a cop out when they say, "Oh, well, I just want my child to have a better life." So. Let me get with somebody light skinned. No, you just you just want your child to be light skinned. I feel like a lot of times people just they think it's better and first off it's it's not. It's not. I wanna There's a whole that, nother group of I experiences like... that happened that happens when you are a light skinned black person. There is a whole other group of experiences exactly. that aren't as talked about, but they they do exist exactly like some of us are actually you know you hear about and I'm gonna touch on it real quick but you hear about the people with the the paperback tests and all that good stuff but there's some of us that's light skin and our features are very black like you cannot deny that we're black we just are super light skin and we definitely did have different experiences and stuff so I just feel like a lot of times um, men definitely go for women, white women, because they want these light skin babies and they think it's just going to be a better life. And truthfully, you're just, you're diluting our race. You're diluting our race. And personally, I don't want a man like that. Like, you can go ahead to her. You know what I'm saying? But it's definitely not better, in my opinion. I mean, date who you want to, you know, fall in love with who you want to, but don't go about it in a way that, oh, that race is better, because that's bullshit. I think I, I'm going to wholeheartedly agree with you both, and I'm going to break down, I guess, my perspective of of the situation. Um, <clears throat> I do think that Black men do divert a lot, and I say this because I feel like the reasoning behind it is very different from when women, quote-unquote, divert. Um I think that there's a lot of self-hatred and a lot of um, kind of disgust for Black skin and Black experience. And um, it's definitely rooted in white supremacy and proximity to whiteness. But I feel like there's been a culture that's been created to diminish the beauty of Black women. And it's happening so much that these men... um, they kind of get this perspective in their head that they not only find they they not only do not find black women as attractive but they also don't want to have children that remind them of that blackness and i think it's it's a mechanism to kind of like erase the traumas but it doesn't erase the traumas it creates a whole nother set of traumas And I think a lot of men um, play into this uh, media, this stereotypical media um, of what is attractiveness and what's not. And we all know media has this way of making anything attractive close proximity to whiteness. Um, And it doesn't matter if you're a white woman or not. It doesn't matter if you're a Hispanic woman. You do have white Hispanics. You do have white women. You do have Um, white Asians you do have like you do have a a level of close proximity to whiteness and so when I say um, diverting I'm not just saying dating white women I'm saying dating other races or other nationalities of people that are close to white proximity 
Um, and I feel like a lot of the times they aren't doing it because of just bad experiences with black women or because they had a bad experience at all. I think a lot of the times they're doing it because of um, conventional attractiveness and what's perceived as attractive and also some form of um, some form of misthoughts about black experience, black skin and um, just having to constantly be reminded of it. Uh, I've also had conversations with different Black men who have dated um, other races and other ethnicities. And they've told me just like, you know, Black women are too strong for them. Or, you know, they're just not into Black women. Or Black women don't like the same things as them. And uh, uh, it's always a whole plethora of false things because there's a black woman out there who likes the things mm-hmm. you like there's you know a black woman out exactly. there who um won't talk down to you there is a black woman out there who would rather be submissive than dominant like there you you're you're labeling a whole group of people um by some personal one-on-one experiences you had or either maybe you didn't have an experience maybe this is just something you saw on tv or or your homeboys are doing or but i think um there's a lot of different things at play there and i don't think the the bigger thing at play is them divesting because of their experience with black women i think it's more so Oh well, this is what my homeboy. It's it's more so rooted in other things like acceptance with 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 your friends or acceptance outward or not having to deal with traumas or um, closer proximity to whiteness or you value paler skin over your own. Like I think there's a lot of other things at play, and this is what I would consider true divesting is men cutting out um and for you know just for this podcast men cutting out black women because of some obscure reason and literally eliminating them from the lineup and i don't think a lot of them understand how 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 much that's rooted in white supremacy and we do we need black men to be with black women and i'm not saying all of them but we do need black men and black women to be together so that we can still have black children mm-hmm. black babies are beautiful like black children are gods yes. and goddesses they are beautiful um and i just feel like the mm-hmm. reasonings and this is just from my personal experience and conversations with different people the reasonings behind it um mm-hmm. seem to be more rooted in um in, in, in some type of white supremacy, then I'm looking for love. And that's not to say that some of them don't just go out and look for love. You could just look for love. And, and I'll give a prime example. My brother. My brother has gotten the shittiest end of the stick when it's come to black women. He really has. I mean, they have dogged him. <laughs> but <laughs> they really have. And, and I, I say that with so much love and care that they really have dogged him. And it's probably because of some hurt or traumas they've experienced and they didn't get over or or grow from. I don't know. I can't speak to that. But those experiences did cause him to look outside the realm. He didn't, he still dates black women, but he doesn't just limit himself to black women. And I can literally say that's because of his experiences. And 
that's that's the point that I want to make. Not all men are doing it because of those reasons, but I see a lot of other men doing it because of they want to have someone that has lighter skin. They want, like Denise said, they want their children to have lighter skin. They have some distaste for black women. They have some distaste for darker skin because of brainwashing and because of obscure messages uh, rooted in white supremacy. Like, I just think that. If we want to really talk about divesting, then we have to bring those things to the forefront. I rarely hear black women say, oh, I'm not dating him because he's black and I'm not attracted to a black man. I don't think I've ever heard a black woman say that. That doesn't mean that they're not out there. Let's, I'm stepping away from any definites of, of that nature. It's always, never, I, I don't really say stuff like that. But I have personally never heard a black woman say that to me or around me or to any of my friends so therefore that's why I'm, I'm more prone to believe that um there's a lot more black men divesting than black women because I don't consider looking for love divesting I consider self-hate um colorism um uh, brainwashing uh proximity to what I consider all of those things divesting so I, I just, I, I want to say I just wholeheartedly agree with Denise's explanation that if we really want to talk about divesting, we need to be looking at um, why people are doing the things they do and stop saying Black women are divesting because they're choosing love. When you have men out here dating a lighter skinned woman because you like her light skin, like it's, and I have, mm-hmm. You know, red nose. I have a lot of friends that are fair skinned and light skinned. I have a lot of friends that are brown skinned and dark skinned. Yeah, yeah. And I've literally had my light skinned friends tell me, men come and say disgusting things like, oh, you know, I love your skin, or oh, you light skinned, you red, you fine, you this, like all types of stuff like that, mm-hmm. promoting so much colorism. And it comes a lot from black men. Yep. So I will, I will co sign mm-hmm. for I that. Will. Yep. And that's a turn off to me. That's a turn off to me. Don't tell me that. I'll be like, sir. They're like, that's a turn off. I don't like you're objectifying me in a very colorist way that comes off as you hate your black skin. So I most wholeheartedly consider that as divesting. Not if you said, hey, I've had bad luck dating black women, or not even, not even if you had bad luck, but you're like, I'm looking for love. And, 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 and I'm going to find love. And I'm going to mention something. We don't have to jump into it and talk on it. But I think a lot of black men don't understand. When y'all date these white women, <laughs> they are, quote unquote, mm-hmm. breeding with you and just want mixed children. And behind your mm-hmm. back, they're saying bad things. They yes. don't know how to raise these biracial children they don't know how to give them their black experience and they only Mm -hmm. wanted you for that but they have a lot of rooted racism I think that goes into my follow up which of what you just mentioned is um, the implications of divesting and the negative reasons specifically the negative reasons that lead to someone's choice to divest because they have formed these opinions about black women or black Mm -hmm. men um based on their very limited experiences um and how those implications include the lightening of the black community they include 
having children of mixed ethnicity who have no proximity to their black culture because one of their parents is unable to give them that proximity they deserve and um, they have a right to Mm -hmm. um and then yeah just all of those negative implications that come with it you know at the end of the day everybody has their choice in life to choose who they want to love but predicated on that and do not have it tied to this warp you know version or view of of light skin is the right skin and have it based on pretty much white supremacy like that in essence is what it's based on you have been fed a false narrative to pretty much dislike your own you better say it like your own being because this person has told you what you have on your skin isn't good enough like that's complete and utter bullshit and people who buy into it I don't even know what to say. I will pray for them. That's what I'll do. I will pray for them. And I'll go one step. Right. They whitewash. I'll go That's one what step it is. further. They you thinking that you're That's providing your child a better future because you lighten their skin is an absolute lie. It's a lie to yourself because you're not providing them a better future because you've lightened their skin. Mm-hmm. That doesn't provide them a better future. It provides them a lot of the time confusion. Um, identity crisis, um, a, a promotion to uh, colorism that happens a lot of the time, um, the inability to be able to freely identify themselves as biracial. They're pushed into the the, the decisions of choosing. Like you, you're pushing them into a lot of narratives by thinking you're going to give them a, a better life by just lightening their skin. And you don't have the right. necessary educational background right. to understand that and to eliminate it or diminish that type of um, environment for a biracial child. And I, I just think thinking on a, such a flattened level of in that capacity is, is very dangerous <laughs> because you're passing that narrative on to your children. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Right. This was a amazing. <laughs> it really was. It, it really, truly was. Yeah. Touched on some things. I'm sure it is. I want to ask one more question, mm-hmm. and I think we might um, we might wrap it up. But and then you know I'll give my opinion because whether y'all know it or not, these are my light skinned sisters, so they can give that perspective. Who I you calling light skin? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh-uh. You better cut it out. <laughs> Girl, I'm um, in a winter in a pinch, pinch, a pinch doctor. Do in the you summer. think um, listen, that no if a man solely chooses you because you're light skinned, that that is a form of divestment? You gonna give your opinion first? No, I'm asking y'all. Oh. I'm not light skinned. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was just about to say he flat out ignorant. So, um, I don't know. I just feel like no. I mean, so the question is, okay, do, okay if a ahead. if a black man chooses me because I'm light skinned, is solely because, because I'm light skinned, is that divesting mm-hmm. from? Do you consider that a form of divestment? Oh mm-hmm. gosh, no, 
because he's if he's choosing me because of my light skinness, then no. But if that if he's choosing me because he only chooses light skinned black women and he divests from dark skinned black women, then that's an issue. Like that's divesting them. Like just me personally choosing me because of my light skin, just just me. Um, I would say no. But if he does this on the regular, like his preference or his like he divests from black dark dark skinned black women, then then yes, that's divesting. Um but let me tell you something. Uh if I were to ever find out that a man chose me because of my light skinnedness, girl. That's what I want to no. talk about. Oh, I know y'all we get them together. No. That is a we, no. Listen. Uh, that's why I couldn't even answer Girl, the question. I'm just no. like, that's a and they will let me know very early no on. Like, if they are, they're you making comments there, about your like skinness or whatever, like it's always a topic. It is always it always comes up. You know, a guy has to say something about it. They'll ask, "Is one of your parents white, or, or do you have some white people in your family?" You oh, know, just the bullshit. The, the instant bullshit oh, yes. questions I, and I'm just like why oh are you asking these questions like stop already but um I will say this one one last mm. thing about an experience I had and when I was dating and this guy made a comment about my light skinnedness he pretty much told me that I could um I could afford to sit in the sun for a while mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Hell. okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like the shit that comes out of people's mm-hmm. mouths, you know? So obviously my light-skinnedness wasn't really <laughs> all that appealing to him because he was like, girl, you need to get in the sun and bake. Damn. Mm-hmm. At 400. Okay. Let me tell you what I happened. Even try- I, I do red, turn a little it. red, but I don't, I hold it for work. a little while. But Yeah. You know, I would, and for the record, um, I can't speak on light skin experience because I'm not light skin, but I will speak on my experience. I feel like if you're solely searching for women based on their light skin, or if you're solely searching for a woman, um, even if it's a black woman, just because she's light skin, I think you're a colorist. Um, but I also think you are divesting if it's solely for their lighter skin, because at that point, for me, you're saying my brown skin is not good mm-hmm. enough, um, that you need to find something that's closer to a proximity that you're comfortable with. So um, let me let me put emphasis on that. If you're solely doing it because this person has lighter skin, um, I, I do think that that's divesting. Because you're in in a sort of sense saying I'm excluding this preference of people or I'm excluding these this type of people because um, that's not something that I'm interested in. And it's not based on um, any characteristics other than skin and um, that it's not based on who that person is, how that person moves. The education is not rooted in any of that. It's rooted in, you know, white supremacy and close proximity to whiteness. So I feel like if you if you're doing that with the sole extent of, oh, I'm going to be with her or if that is even your major um, reason for doing it, I feel like that is di- um, diverting because you're creating this narrative that, um, like Denise has said multiple times, that light is right. And I just don't agree with that. So... Mm-hmm. Now, do I love my light skin sisters? 
love is beneath what I have for them. (laughs) I absolutely adore every person in my life because they're handpicked and curated for my life. So I'm very thankful to have the opportunity to have um, multiple people of of different backgrounds in my life. Same here. I will co-sign that statement 100%. You know what's interesting? Um, like, and for y'all people who don't know, I might date myself a little bit, but um, when I was in my undergrad, that's where I met uh, <laughs> we we met it. Um, oh, excuse me, y'all know her as Red, but it brought back memories, so I had to say it. But um, mm-hmm. in my undergrad, right, had to throw it, it back, back right, please. Okay. But I, I said this to say this. When it comes to experience and um, divesting, I will say I have never experienced any type of colorism in any of my friends that I've had that are fair-skinned or light-skinned. I've never experienced it. They've never made me feel less than. If anything ever happened where it seemed colorist, they all called it out. They were like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, hell no. That's not going on around here. Like, I've never been in a situation where... I ever felt less or I ever felt like um, I wasn't getting the good end of the stick or any of that. None of my friends that are light skin or fair skin have ever made me feel that way or ever allowed an experience to happen or pan out that way. So when it comes to um, divesting in my personal life, um, my friends ain't having it and I ain't having it. Okay. That's (laughs) right. And that's the way it should be. So I'm and to but to add to that mm-hmm. exactly to add to that that's how right. it's supposed to be like we expect other races to take us seriously but we're not taking mm-hmm. ourselves seriously so like we need to stand up for each other no matter the shade you know we yeah. definitely you know we're that all was one my sentiment, so exactly absolutely. like all, what listen. you were saying Satasia, i was gonna say like it is so important that we as black women stand up for each other like in every situation every single time we have an opportunity to stand up and support one another we do it um because god knows we have so many people outside of us rooting for us to fail um pinning us against each other and it's so important that we have each other's backs i mean i do not see um I don't want to say I don't see, but I don't put any real, you know, I guess, value on the shade of black of a black person's skin Um, with any of my black friends, black family members, whatever. You know, I just see us all collectively as the black community. We all have different um, experiences, you know, that are unique to us, maybe unique to what shade of dark or light we are. But nonetheless, it's so important that we support each other every single chance we have and just like love each other because all of our shades of black are absolutely gorgeous. I think when we have these situations where um, black people allow skin tone to be a greater impact or when you have people divesting um, and like we've already identified what the current definition is and what our opinion of divesting is so I'm I'm going based on our opinion for this statement but when you have um, 
black people and the culture um, limiting themselves and separating themselves based on shade and divesting because of that you make it easier for other mm-hmm. races to infiltrate our culture and our race you make it um you make it accepted for other women who don't identify as the same thing to be okay with with um stealing uh, you know our features and our our experience or either um other races infiltrating themselves as black so i i, I feel like People don't understand the level of um, damage it does to the black community to incorporate colorism and also divesting our version of divesting. Um, I don't think people understand how easily it makes it for other people to infiltrate our culture. It goes back to those implications, you know, appropriation is an implication as well. You know, it kind of gives them, um, I guess, a little bit of... um, merit or gives them the right to kind of appropriate and kind of take away some of the essence of our black culture because we are divesting you know what we say in the south we say it gives you it gives them a battery pack in their back like don't don't do that you know it puts them it it puts people in a situation where you put certain people on a pedestal and then therefore you continue to perpetuate the white supremacy by saying this is this is greater than this right. so it's like don't give away don't your magic because that's what we say we have it. magic which we do right. don't give it away exactly I am so thankful to have this conversation with it. two brilliant, amazing people that have a great perspective on life. And I'm not just saying that because <laughs> I love y'all and I might be a little biased, but... It's okay if you do have a bias. Was... We're all good. <laughs> we biased too, girl. We biased too. <laughs> so... If you love the podcast and you definitely want to follow any of us, you can always follow me at Tasia underscore talks on Twitter. And if you're feeling real frisky, which I know y'all are, you can. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to let my co-host tell y'all. Well, y'all you can, can find, find me as well. me at Twitter at PD rocks. Um, that's P E D E R O C K S. And you can find Red at Little Red Rider. And on we Twitter. also have them both listed on the Tasia underscore talks page on Twitter. They're always, you know, posting and retweeting everything from that page. So if you find it hard to find their names, just go on my page. It's on there. Um, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with a very, very interesting subject. I, I think we're going to be talking yes. about spiritual journey next week. So me too. I'm excited to talk about yeah. that. Yes, As always, you Definitely. can catch this podcast episode dropping every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and that's 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I was about to say, girl. Um, no, uh-uh, I said that. that so wrong. Flip it. Um, <laughs> I'm three hours behind, so I'm like, ah. But you can find it the opposite of that. It is posted 4 p.m. on Pacific Standard Time okay. and 7 go. p.m. on Eastern Standard Time. So- you got it, girl. You got <laughs> Did it. I get that right? <laughs>
Yeah. One last thing before <laughs> we uh, head out today. We will be starting to do a book of the month in which we discuss a book that we've collectively read or either we uh, find interesting and want to read. So I hope y'all look forward to hearing about some of these books that we've been reading and um, delving into. I'm excited. I got one for my birthday. Um, Shout out to Marcia. She got me, she gifted me a book for my birthday. So I may be talking about that the next podcast because it definitely yes. ties into Okay, same time next week. I'll see y'all then. This is Tasia from Tasia Talks. And- <laughs>